0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 6. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, if you have shaken hands in pledge for a stranger, you have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, to free yourself, Since you have fallen into your neighbor's hands, go to the point of exhaustion and give your neighbor no rest. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer, a ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food for harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. A troublemaker and a villain who goes about with a corrupt mouth, who winks maliciously with his eye, signals with his feet and motions with his fingers, who plots evil with deceit in his heart, he always stirs up conflict. Therefore, disaster will overtake him in an instant. He will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush to evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light. And correction and instruction are the way to life, keeping you from your neighbor's wife, from the smooth talk of a wayward woman. Do not lust in your heart after her beauty, or let her captivate you with her eyes. For a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread, but another man's wife preys on your very life. Can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her will go unpunished. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his hunger when he is starving. Yet, if he is caught, he must pay sevenfold restitution, though it cost him all the wealth of his house. But a man who commits adultery has no sense. Whoever does so destroys himself. Blows and disgrace are his lot. And his shame will never be wiped away. For jealousy arouses a husband's fury, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will not accept any compensation, he will refuse a bribe, no matter how great it is. Now, we have a fairly disjointed group of principles contained within this Proverbs chapter 6. Everything from financial instructions to things about not being a troublemaker and abominations the Lord hates and then things again on adultery and avoiding adultery. So they're in little little small subset groups, but it starts out basically saying don't co-sign any loans. And if you have um, pledged to co-sign a loan, you need to get free as fast as you can. This is the way Solomon words it. My son, if you've put up security for your neighbor... If you've shaken hands and pledged for a stranger, you have been trapped by what you said. And so this is the essence of co-signing alone. You've stood um, good for someone else's debt. So then the writer goes on to say, do this, free yourself. Since you've fallen into your neighbor's hand, go and free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of a hunter, like a bird from the snare of a fowler. So friends, this is very good advice. I know that there are times where A parent will co-sign for a child and that kind of thing, but it is always um, perilous to co-sign for someone, and this proverb is um, sharing wisdom that will help protect you. Then there are some financial principles, um, interestingly, that use observations of the lives of ants. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer, or ruler. Yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. And so what's the, what's the lesson here? You should be saving when there are surpluses. You should save and you should um, gather in certain seasons for the future. And even the ant does this. So observing the, ants, the lives of ants should teach us that we must put up a little bit in store for the future. And there's only um, simple wisdom in that. There follows um, a warning about being persistently lazy. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. And poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. In other words, if you don't work, you won't have anything to show for your life. And uh, work is not a curse, it's a blessing. Productive work is a, a wonderful thing. Next we get seven things that are detestable to the Lord. And they are haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. The Amplified on that part says, stirs up rumors among brothers. And so the Lord um, hates these divisive things and these um, these types of people. Solomon goes on to remind the reader and the listener to uh, remember the commands of their parents. My son, keep your father's commands and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. Now, I know that not everyone has uh, top quality parents. But this is um as we when I introduced the proverbs, I said these are general truths. not everyone's father or mother taught them good things, but generally those parents that are upright and responsible people do teach their children good things, and so remember the good things that your parents or grandparents or whatever godly decent person you had in your life has taught you, and it will help to guide you in your life. Solomon then returns to the um, subject of other people's spouses and infidelity and adultery and so forth. This teaching is a light and correction and instruction are a way to life, keeping you from your neighbor's wife, from the smooth talk of a wayward woman. Do not lust in your heart after her beauty or let her captivate you with her eyes. For a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread, but another man's wife preys on your very life. And then he interestingly gives this analogy of being burned in your lap um, with colds. It's like, I assume, like making sexual contact with another person in an adulterous relationship. I guess that's what he's talking about. Verse 27, can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her will go unpunished. And so it may be emotional fire, but you are definitely playing with fire if you mess with another person's husband or wife. He continues with this and and says essentially that people despise other people who are in adultery and that it'll destroy your life. He closes with that. Verse 30, people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his hunger when he's starving. Yet, if he's caught, he must make restitution. But a man who commits adultery has no sense. Whoever does this destroys himself. Blows and disgrace are his lot, and shame his shame will never be wiped away. For jealousy arouses a husband's fury, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will not accept any compensation. In other words, there's no way to make up for um, sleeping with someone else's spouse, and if the husband or the wife finds out about the the infidelity, then there will be a price to pay, and it will not be settled with money. so we' we finished these um, general principles for life, and let me just say the proverbs are full of wise instructions. It's fascinating to me that as an individual man, Solomon returned over and over again, to instructions concerning marriage and wives and adultery and infidelity and these things. But he also warned common sense warnings about being lazy and not to be a troublemaker and to make savings for the future. So all good principles to teach your children and for us to learn ourselves. So Heavenly Father, we pray that we would not indulge in those things that are detestable to you, that we wouldn't be liars, that we wouldn't be proud that we wouldn't shed innocent blood. We pray that our hearts would never devise wicked schemes, that we would not rush to do evil. Lord, help us to watch our mouths where we don't bear false witness or lies or tell lies. And Lord, may we not be people who stir up conflict in the community or spread rumors. Lord, if we've done any of these things, please forgive us. We repent and we ask you to wash them away and forgive us. Help us, Lord, to be wise in our Uh, work habits and our habits of savings. Lord, uh, help us to remember what our parents have taught us, those good things, and help us to live by them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends.